Hello, you beautiful human. Welcome at Daily Joy with Anna, the podcast where we dissect joy and we build it back up again to become an easy concept that you are friends with, that is a concept that is part of your life and that you think is just simple. I think joy to me is the biggest reason of being alive. To me, a successful day is a day where I've had joy. To me, a successful life is where there has been joy and you've managed to share it. And I think it's one of the most important things in life. And so this podcast is all about how to create daily joy. And it's about kind minds, healthy bodies and tools to create daily joy. And so today's podcast is the first podcast in a series about ice dipping, cold water dipping, cold water immersion therapy, ice baths, whatever you want to call it. It's basically getting into some form of water or standing under some form of water that is very, very cold. Kind of offensive, kind of terrible, but kind of nice at the same time. That is what the series is about. That is what we're going to dive into. It's currently one of my favorite topics to talk about and definitely one of my favorite ways of creating joy daily. For those of you who follow me on Instagram at Anna Lutz, A-N-N-A-L-O-O-T-S, you can see uh, what that's like. Um, and the whole series is meant to give you ideas about what uh, ice dipping is, why people do it, what people's personal stories are. I find that behind every ice deeper there is a really beautiful life story. Normally it's some stuff that they found difficult. They find their way to ice dipping, they then start ice dipping. They tell you about how things have changed because of the ice dipping and how their ice dipping changes based on you know how things change in themselves and in their lives. And then um, it becomes part of their life or it becomes one of the tools that they use for joy or for silence or for peace of mind or to feel strong in themselves, to train their minds, to train their bodies, just to have a daily practice. Like there's so many beautiful reasons. And so we are going to, in this podcast, talk about some general um, ice dipping things like why would you do it? Where would you do it? How would you do it? We're going to talk about some of the safety things that I want you to take into account. And then we're going to finish off with some daily, uh, with some different styles in which you can dip that I have found so far. What is going to happen in the whole series is that we're going to speak to these people. We're going to, this is the general start. Um, there's also going to be a small program that you can uh, follow on my app called Daily Joy. Um, that will be live hopefully by the end of January, this program. I will let you know when it's ready, um, where I can kind of help you through and guide you through how to do this and how to, like the actual how-tos. Um, but for now, the podcasts are there to inspire you, to, to make you feel like you want to be one of the stories that we discuss here, to just kind of invite you to look into this world of why the hell of would people go and sit in ice tubs and do cold things and um, yeah it's it's hopefully to to give you more information about what you see me do on my Instagram what you see other people do why they would do it and and hopefully to you know to give you some extra knowledge to give you insight but most importantly to inspire you to maybe find your own way to it for lots of different reasons so let's get to the start why in God's name would you want to put yourself in really freaking cold water? Why would we do that? Well, there's a lot of different reasons why people do ice baths, why people like cold water dipping, being an ice mermaid. Um, and I think everybody would add their own, own versions to it. Um, I've already spoken with a fair amount of people and I think I have like a nice little summary for you and some stories as to why people would do it. And I really hope that when you listen to the whys, the reasons why you would, you know, start this um, adventure maybe for yourself, um, that these reasons I can give you that some of them might trigger you and make you feel like actually that might be something that I could do with. So to me, the first one and a very important one, particularly at this time, in life, we're in 
the start of January 2022. Uh, we've had COVID going on for nearly two years and people have not had an easy time. Um, a lot of things have come up, a lot of mental health things have come up. That always sounds far more serious than I think it should sound. But if your mind does not work, think or act or behave entirely in the way you want, mental health information is useful to you. That's my golden rule. And I think people can always make a happier life. I listen to people's words, how they create their sentences, what they say about their life, their people, themselves, their bodies, um, for my work, but also for my interest in my friends and for my interest in people. And uh, I think most minds can be happier and can be better trained. I think training your mind is something that people somehow have seen is only useful for, you know, when you're not doing well. But I personally feel that the basic thing you need to do for a happy, healthy, balanced life and to find daily joy is to train your belief system, to train your mind, and to get really clever at how you can train it in nice, simple, easy ways so that you can take those skills you've practiced in a nice, simple training environment and apply them in life. To me, all of this stuff is to create transferable skills that you can apply in daily life. So daily life can be more fun. It can be more joyful. You can be happier. You can train yourself to see different things, to focus on, f on other things. Um, so one of the important things to me is what eyes dipping does to me and to a lot of people is it takes you out of your head and into your body. Most of the mind problems are in the mind. Stress, worries, anxiety, insecurities, they're all brain, mind, head based things. So if you don't want to hear that, if you don't want to be there for a little bit, you need a holiday from your own mind, which I think a lot of people would like sometimes. If you want a holiday from your thinking, A, we need to train your thinking to be better, of course. But B, if you need a little holiday, if you don't want to be in your mind, then you can go one other place. Well, one other easy place, and that is into your body. So what ice dipping does, it takes you out of your head and it puts you into your body. Hula hooping does the same. Rope jumping does the same. Doing handstands probably does the same. Anything that's like a simple thing to do that you can do with your body will put you straight back into your body. And I think what you should have as a guideline is that you should spend at least an hour in your body every day. You got given a body for a good reason. If we were meant to spend as much time in our head as people do, we would have been one massive head with two dinky little feet to slowly maneuver us around. But we're not. We actually have a head that's normally an eighth of our body, and then we have seven-eighths of our, of our physical form that's not our head. So it's very important to spend more time in your body and, and less in your head. Most of our work is done in our head, um, unless people have practical physical jobs. So eyes dipping is good to get out of your head into your body. One of the other things I like about it is a certain type of shock tactic. It's like a slap in the face. It's like a numbing in a healthy way. Numbing not in, you know, in alcohol, in drugs, in food, in sugar, in whatever, but it's actually physically numbing. Um, and it's such a shock to the system normally that whatever was going on before in your head, it's hard to come back to because you just got shaken the shit out of it. And I think that's really helpful and really good for people's minds. So I think one of the big, big reasons why you would go and do ice dipping to me is because of the training that you get for your mind. You get out of your mind into your body, that's important. You can shock it out of there and send it straight to your body. Then if you feel like you would like a little holiday from your own mind sometimes, then it's important that we do something to create your mind to be a happier place, a kinder place, a place where you learn to take care of yourself better, where you love yourself more, where you like your body more, where you're nicer to yourself. That is all mind training. And one of the biggest reasons why I like ice dipping is because it trains your mind. It trains your mind in so many different ways. But one of the ways I want to talk to you about first 
is it's huge for confidence. Now, I made a podcast um, a while ago called The Seven Misconceptions of Confidence. And one of the big misconceptions is that people think confidence is like one big island. It's like, yeah, I have low confidence or I have high confidence. And then I like, I have an eight out of 10 score or like a two out of 10. But confidence isn't one big island. Confidence is a little add-on to every single aspect and skill that you can do or have in your life. So it's not one big island, that's the misconception. It's a little thing that can easily be trained because the more green ticks you get, the, ba the bigger your confidence is. So if you wanna score an eight out of 10 instead of a two out of 10, you just need to build up that skill, get a lot of green ticks, and then you're gonna score higher on your confidence. As easy as that, really, really as easy as that. So you wanna feel like, you know, you wanna, yeah, you wanna have a higher score in um, feeling like you're a good partner then do a lot of things that give you a green tick. Yep, yeah, I'm a good partner. Yep, yeah, this makes me a good partner. Yep, yeah, when I do this, I'm a good partner. Yep, yeah, another green tick. The more green ticks you have, the conclusion is if you gained a thousand green ticks in one month, at the end of the month, you're gonna say, hey, what's your confidence level on being a good partner? You're gonna be up. You're gonna be from a two to an eight, maybe. Beca and it's that simple. That's how you train confidence. So. If you find yourself going into ice water, which is very offensive and very hard, and you prove to yourself every day for a month long that no matter how hard it is, no matter how cold it is, no matter how little desire you have to get in, you do it anyway. And every time you prove to yourself that no matter how hard it was, you got through it. It stopped, the harshness stopped, you got out of it, you were okay, you, were, you heated up, and no matter, you know, no matter how hard it was, you did it, and you always got through. At the end of that month of practicing that every day, you've got 30, 28, 31 green ticks saying, you know, I have the capacity, you've proven it over and over again, I have the capacity to go and sit through really hard times and come out. You practice that in the water and then you transfer that skill to your life. So therefore the confidence that you have in your capacities to sit through ugly hard times and come out okay, it has increased. So. There is this man who is called Albert Bandura, and he wrote a lot about confidence, and he calls it self-efficacy. And he has four main pillars for how to get more self-confidence. And um, this is all sport and exercise psychology. This was my master's degree. Um, well, my master's degree was in sport and exercise psychology, and I just think it's absolutely fascinating. And it's all about how to gain more confidence. Now. The first big pillar here that I want to talk about is called mastery of experience. That means you have done it and you have done it again. It's like the green ticks, right? And you've done it again. And then because you've mastered that experience, you think this is the, this is the thought pattern that goes with it. If I manage to do that, I should be able to do this too. If I manage to make myself sit in cold water and come out and heat myself up again, and take care of myself like that in that situation, I should be able to sit through this difficulty at work. If I manage to ice dip then and then and then in these situations, then I should be able to uh, have this difficult conversation with my partner. Then I should be able to potentially sit through finding another job. Then I could potentially, do, do you see what I mean? So mastery of experience is where you use the mastery of an experience to give yourself confidence that you might be able to do something else too. One of my big examples that I use for myself often when I find it really hard to get through something that's been really h upsetting for me or really heartbreaking particularly, it's a, it, it, a pain and heart pain, is um, my father passed away like 13 mm, years ago and um, I spoke on his funeral. And so very often when I have difficult things, I go, well, you managed to speak on your father's funeral, so y you should be able to do this too. This is actually a lot less difficult. So that's mastery of experience. If I manage to do this, I can do that. That's why training yourself physically in a simple way with eye stiffing is gonna help you gain more confidence in that you can deal with complicated, difficult, upsetting, harsh situations in other areas of your life too. So, if you can prove to yourself you can do something that's hard, next time you're gonna feel like there might be a chance you might be able to do it or pull it off because you have already done something hard and you got through. Can you see how that links up with ice dipping? Because ice dipping or cold water immersion 
is hard. It's hard to go make yourself do it. And so, but every time you go and make yourself do something that you think is hard, you prove to yourself that no matter how hard things are and how matter how it doesn't matter how much you don't really want to do it, every day I prove to myself that no matter how cold it is, no matter how awful it could feel or offensive, I can do it, I can pull through, I can come out, and I will feel better for having done it. And every time you can prove to yourself that you can do something hard, you sit through it, you see that it won't last forever, you lived to tell the tale and you feel better for it afterwards every time you prove yourself that you can do that you you're gonna gain you know the the strength that no matter how hard things are you can pull through and so that's mastery of, ex of experience and i absolutely love that um, another one that i feel is really important from a mind training point of view is um, the second pillar called vicarious experiences so vicarious experience is like an experience that somebody else has had that can give you confidence. So what I hope also with the stories that are my stories, but the stories of the people I'm going to be talking about ice dipping and their lives, what I hope and what I personally always love about success stories is that you listen to their story and you think, well, if they could do it, I should be able to do it. Well, if so-and-so did it and can do it, then I must be able to do it. Does that make sense? So that's vicarious experience. So these are like thought patterns that people have that are very helpful to know. Well, if I manage to do this, I probably should be able to do this too. So I'm going to try. Well, if I manage to do this, I should be able to do this. That's mastery of experience. The other one is, well, if so-and-so managed to do it, I should be able to do it. And they're always, they're all different ways of gaining more confidence. Um, just on a little side note, the other two are, they call it verbal persuasion, which I like because it's kind of self, self positive self-talk uh, and verbal persuasion can come from yourself or somebody else, but per like nice words and, and positive self-talk is better to come from you than it is from somebody else. But I am pretty sure that somebody else can, can talk a little bit of confidence in you, not as much as you can talk confidence into yourself. So one of the things I love about um, eye sipping, which you see me do out loud often in, in my little videos, is positive self-talk. And, and I don't just do it inside my head, I literally do it out loud. I do it out loud even if I don't video myself because it's so helpful to hear yourself confirm that you can do this. Like, I can do this, I can do this, I got this, you're okay, I'm okay, we're doing okay, I've totally got this. Like, those little sentences are all helpful to make yourself pull through, no matter you know, like we're talking about ice dipping, but all of this, it's just practice for, it's just practicing these things that you're going to need in life. So to me, ice dipping is just life training, basically, um, because everything you learn, everything you need to learn to be able to ice dip, to continue to ice dip, to get yourself there are things that you clearly also need to learn in life. Does that make sense? Um, I'll give you a little story about that in a second. The, the fourth a pillar on self-confidence and um, mastery of experience. If I manage to do this, then I can do that. Vicarious experience. If so-and-so can do it, I can do it. Then there is se positive self-talk where you go, I can do this. I can do this. I got this. I'm totally okay. I'm going to be all right. I'm going to be fine. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. That's the third one, positive self-talk. And the other one that has an effect on our um, confidence is our emotional reactions to situations, they play a huge role. So moods, emotional states, physical reactions, stress levels, they all impact us in how capable we feel to, to pull off something. And so if you can get yourself into cold water when you're feeling shit and you can make yourself go and do something and it makes you feel better, then it shows you that you also can have control over your own moods and how you feel. And that even though you don't want to, if you do this one thing, it will make you feel better. Then you start to see that you have control over yourself, over your mind, over your life. And, and that is such an important part of your mind training, in my opinion, that we sometimes can feel like, yeah, I just feel shit. Well, there are things that you could do to make yourself feel less shit. And that is the trick to feeling 
better in life, to feel happy. That is the basic, most important trick for j daily joy, in my opinion. All you have to learn is to find a one step up of a thought that makes you feel better. And if you keep doing that for half an hour, you're going to feel a whole lot better. And going for an ice dip generally always makes you feel like a champion. So that's amazing. So why go ice dipping? All of these different all of these different ways of building confidence, basically. So it gets you out of your body, into it gets you out of your head, into your body. It's a shock tactic. It's mind training. It will build your confidence in your own capacity to take on things. And it will come always outside of ice dipping. It's just ice dipping is just the training ground. And you're the place where you have to use it is life. So the training is ice dipping. That can be every day. Can be once a week. The 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 game, you know, the real game that you're training for is life. But you're just doing it in a fun, easy, controlled manner, which is d dipping into cold water. Now, besides mind training, it's also body training. So one of the things, and um, some of the people that we're going to talk about are going to be far more detailed in their research knowledge, in their stories. But one of the important things is it does a lot of good for your body. We will go into that into more detail too. Uh, one of the things I think is really important mentioning is it is anti-inflammatory. And I think most people, because of stress, because of sugar intake, because of alcohol, and uh, because of badly trained minds that are not happy and not kind, have a lot of inflammation in their life uh, and in their body. And um, one of the things that this cold water sh sh malaki does, these cold water shenanigans, is it's anti-inflammatory for your body. And when you can take down the inflammation in a body, um, you can change a mind to be very uh, uncomfortable to being more comfortable. Um, I think what I notice is when I eat more sugar or if I've drank alcohol, which I rarely do, but especially if I do the combination of the two, sugary alcoholic drinks, um, my brain won't function as well as it does without it uh, my body won't feel as nice and inflammation in the body basically means that if something was not happy in your body and it was like a three out of ten on unhappiness or pain it will become a five out of ten or a six out of ten in based on your levels of inflammation um, one of my big stories about that is that I had a client who came to me with back problems and I thought it was the strangest thing because when I worked on his body the level of tension that was required for the amount of pain that he was explaining did not match up. So I felt like a three, four out of 10 in his body on tension, which should have been like a seven or a eight uh, for the amount of pain that he had. So if you have a seven out of eight of pain, you need to have a seven out of eight of tension stuck in your body somewhere. And he had like a seven out of eight, seven, eight out of 10 on pain in his body, but he had like a three, four on ten in tension in his body. And I was like, this is strange. Anyway, it turned out he wouldn't, he, it, w it turned out that he didn't really tell me, but I figured out that he basically drank five to seven pints of beer every night. And, uh, and so I said, look, this is my conclusion. I, I'm not here to tell you that you need to st stop drinking alcohol, which is because that's completely your own choice. I said, but this is what's happening in your body. And I think the pain that you've got is actually inflammation more than that you actually have problems. We can work on it. We can make it feel a little bit better. I said, but I can never get you to feel like you're, you know, I can never get you to f come back down to a zero because you've got three to four points out of 10 of pain because of inflammation, not because anything is like any muscular thing is not really okay. So anti-inflammatory has a really important part in our body. All right, so moving on, why? Why would you go into really cold water, Anna? I just don't get it. Well, I think it gives great joy. I'm sure that if you've watched any of my um, reels or videos or even pictures on my Instagram or you've ever gone swimming with me in person, you will just see like the childlike abundance of joy and fun. And I do that on purpose. and. I'm going to come back to joy on the on the how part um, a little bit more because I think what is important for me when I go dipping is t 
to me, it's a moment of joy. It's a moment that I create every day to choose joy over everything else, to choose doing something that I find really good fun and I really enjoy. Um, and so I go out of my way to make sure that I have that time to create daily joy for myself because no matter how shit or hard a day is, no matter what happens, I know I'm going to have five minutes of crazy fun and joy, screaming and shouting, laughing, making jokes with myself or with others while getting into cold water. It's just elation. It's just, it's really nice. Some people, which you'll learn over this uh, series, some people's way is that they are super quiet and uh, they just sit there and don't make a noise. They don't even smile. They just sit there and look like they're praying. I think a lot of people who follow Wim Hof follow that um, structure. I have a beautiful friend, which we're going to talk about, talk with, who, who just sits there looking like it's a really warm, comfortable hot tub. And I keep thinking, like, are we in the same water? I'm actually really cold here. And she just looks like not a flint. She just looks like it's beautifully warm wa weather, uh, water. Um, and so she will talk about that to her is more about silencing things and so another person will talk about it's more like a slap in the face or a reset and so everybody kind of has their thing they find in eye dipping and so maybe you don't know what your thing is maybe eye dipping will show you what your thing is to me it's to feel exuberant to feel exuberance to feel outrageous joy um, to have a moment to look back to and think, well, no matter how boring, how hard, how whatever the day was, I had this moment of joy. And to me, that means it's been a successful day. To me, the end of a life, at the end of your life, uh, my life, I want to look back and think, I milked the shit out of life and I gave it everything I got. I never held back. And I made the absolute best ride out of it. And to me, that comes with joy. And so to me, in my head, every day I've had joy is a, is a green tick for the day. Another green tick, another green tick, another green tick. And so the more joy, every day I've had some form of joy is another successful day. Because I measure success in life not by achievements, but by joy found, created, given, provided. Any of those is good for me. So that's for me a very, very big reason, joy. Um, I like ice dipping because it's something that you can make into a habit. It's a somewhat simple thing to do, to create a daily practice out of. Somehow, because I have to walk my dog anyway and I l choose to live in places where when I walk my dog I can go and have a swim. I literally pick the places where I live for that too and the, and the landscapes I live in. Um, it's kind of easy. Uh, it's always been like that for me. I take my dog for a walk, I go for a dip, I walk back again, and I'm warm again, and I've had a dip. And it makes my w dog walks much more fun too. So it's a beautiful, simple thing that you can create a daily practice around, which becomes really nice. The repetition of something every day becomes quite nice, especially, I think, if it's linked to joy. So it's a reason to go outside. Some people need that. Some people work inside. Some people you know, sit a lot for their work. Some people find it really hard to just go out due to anxiety. Some some people find it hard because they feel that, you know, they have, they have personal reasons why they don't want to go outside. But it's a beautiful way to go outside. It's a beautiful reason to make yourself go outside. Some people just have a tub outside of their house and they go and sit in that. And I think that's amazing. At least you've been outside. It's also a really, new, really, really, really great way to meet new people, I think. And you don't just meet new people. You, you meet new people and you instantly have memorable moments shared. And I think that connects people in a new way. Today I went for a swim with somebody who'd never gone before and he was an absolute champ. And you create another bond because you've both just sat through this really cold swim together. And I helped him get in he was, you know, I don't think he would have gone in if I hadn't come with him, but he didn't need like huge encouragement, but it was helpful that I was there and, 
and it was really fun and nice to go together and it will always be like an experience it'll be the first time you went into really cold water and it was with me and you'll never forget things like that so it's a really nice way to to meet new people but to create new bonds especially new types of bonds um we're also hopefully going to speak to somebody who said his whole life changed because of swimming and and the non-judgmental type of people who do ice swimming cold water swimming wild swimming and stuff like that um so lots more stories about this but yeah it's i just think it's just magical to see one of the things that makes people anxious to put on swimsuits to show up in some something they can swim in is body image normally negative body image or complete excruciatingly terrible body image and i think sometimes to get yourself to get over yourself put on something and get the hell in that fucking water you know just that to get over yourself to get over the anxiousness to get over the 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 fear of people's opinions of your body like for me that's been huge i've really worked on that a lot and especially the last year and for me to say that i would go skinny dipping live on t on on instagram and that i would have all these photos on instagram of me near naked like the fact that i have found that i have liberated myself of all the negative around body image that i used to have i don't think it was horrendous but it was certainly on the edge of like healthy unhealthy and i think a lot of people sit there i think we all think our i think we're all trained to think that our bodies aren't great or beautiful or how they should be or and and it says who aren't your bodies just amazing like that's what i've come to and that's taken a lot of hard work in a lot of different ways but i am just ever so grateful that i kind of came to that comfortable spot and i think hanging out with other people who are comfortable in their own body is really helpful you know i think on on aesthetics uh and level like closeness to perfection of like social um i don't know how you call it like how we think we should look is something that social media kind of puts onto us in marketing and stuff like that um, and so there's like this idea of how we should look which which you know rarely happens and when people do achieve it uh with great hard work it normally has fucked their minds up in the process um so if you would have an idea of like this is what a woman should look like close to social perfection then uh, i am not built like that whatsoever um my body is amazing and my body is great for certain things it's not on the scale of close to not very close to like this social media idea of how a woman should look perfect perfectly i'm not very close to it and i am super okay with that but the funny thing is that it's really nice for people to come with me because i think i'm beautiful i think my body is amazing i am so proud of it and so the people that come with me quite often have like are actually closer to the ideal physically but they're further away in their head and so i always think it's quite nice i'm quite proud that i am built how i'm built i'm proud of my body i'm proud of how it looks and uh, i always think it's really helpful for other people to see that this is how Anna looks and this is the level of comfort that she has with how she looks and how proud she is of her body and and how non-ashamed she is and i think that's that's really helpful and i think that's really important and i feel to me that dipping and having to show up you know naked the naked truth you know having to show up in the naked truth even if you're wearing a bikini it's you know or a swimsuit or whatever it's still revealing and i think it's really important for people to show up like that because then you can't hide and and then when you stop hiding maybe you're going to finally realize that there was nothing wrong with you in the first place and that there's loads of you know loads of wonderful opinions by others not as bad as all as you thought they would be it's just all in your head so body image one very good reason creating a positive image of yourself and creating positive thoughts around how your body looks i think is one of the things that you will get from ice dipping and um it's also probably one of the reasons why you're keeping away from it if this is a big thing for you that's the reason why you should go and do it the more worried you are about how your body looks the more you should go ice dipping basically
um, talk to me in person if this is a subject that's big for you. But I think that's super important. Um, also, one of the reasons why I like eye slipping or why I go is to make a point to myself. Sometimes it's to let something go. Sometimes it's to say enough is enough. This is where I draw the line. Up until this dip, it's been okay like this. But as of now, we're not doing it like that anymore. Or, um, you know, that's why I like people like a New Year's deep uh, dip. Um, so, yeah, when I've decided on something or when I want to reiterate something, you know, today I just want to remind myself that no matter how tired I feel, I'm super proud that I still keep showing up for myself and that I listen to my body every day, for example. And then I go and swim and, I, and I'm grateful for that. So, so that's one of the ways you can go dipping. Another reason why I love ice dipping, cold water immersion, any, any other way you want to call it, is um, gratitude. What you'll see me do in quite a lot of my little videos is that I open up my arms and I kind of like look up and just have a little thank you moment. And I do that and I'm like, thank you. And then something always comes up for what I'm grateful for. And gratitude is a really big subject. Uh, actually, the more gratitude people have, the lower their inflammation is too in their body. Um, there's a lot of fascinating research in that area, but let's not go into that right now. But I just think it's a really wonderful moment to say thank you. Thank you for my healthy body that's carried me to this spot where I get in. Thank you for my body that's strong enough to sit through this. Thank you for my time that I spend to train my mind to be able to get through hard times. In this case, very cold water for five minutes or two minutes. But, you know, thank you for my strong mind that proves to myself that I can get through things and I can, you know, I can build myself up and I can train myself in every direction I want. Like, that's so much stuff to be thankful for. So I always have a little thank you moment. Okay, so that is why. I hope I've sparked some ideas of, you know, why it would be really nice and important for you to get into ice dipping. Now, let's talk about where. This is an important subject. So you can do it inside the house. And so what you need to think of is like, what would I be okay doing? And you start with the easiest and then you can work your way up. Maybe you feel like skinny dipping in nature is the scariest thing. But maybe you can have a cold shower in your own home. Maybe that's the small step. And maybe that's where you start building all these cool new mind things. So you need to like think this in. You need to imagine that there is like. um. What's the word? You need to think in small steps and in building up. You can decide what you'd like to do, ideally. I'd like to feel free enough to skinny dip live on Instagram. Uh, I want to feel liberated enough in my own body um, to go dipping with my partner, with my friend, with, with anybody, with a team of people that I don't know. It can be anything, but that is not how you need to start. You can start indoors, at home, on your own, in a bath or in a shower. Personally, I prefer to throw myself in the deep end also, to me, a bath and a shower are meant to be warm and luxury and comfort. And so I don't really like, I think it's harder to turn something that, that's like always been one way into something completely different. But it is a way to make a small step towards starting. So a cold shower or a cold bath. You can go and do it outside. It can be in your little pool outside. It can be because you've bought a little tub that you can sit in. It can be, you know, somewhere outside but around your house. And then there is nature. If you live in a big city, this might be harder, but it might be the reason why you drive out every day for half an hour to go to this local spot that you know to see some nature, which is not bad for you anyway. So in nature, you can have anything that is clean water, is my opinion. Rivers, lakes, sea, or ocean. Um... And it obviously needs to be of a temperature that that's cold enough for it to kind of slap you in the face at least a little. So that's the where. And uh, if any of my why reasons touched a subject inside you that felt like this could be good for me, then uh, I don't want you to think about the most complicated version. I want you to think what's the easiest thing that I could do for the next week. 
for the next month. And then I want you to come up with that way. To me, the easiest has always been to walk my dog, jump in the water and get out. And I love it that way. But to other people, that's not their life. So find the easiest way and start like that. And then once you've gotten used to that, go like, okay, so what's the next step in which I would be still happy to do it, which is a bit of a challenge, but I could still do it. You can always ask a friend to come along or somebody just to make sure you're safe or whatever. Okay, so that's the where. Now, this is going to be the next thing I want to talk about is how. Well, this is going to be my shortest and easiest answer. This is how you ice dip. One is you decide to go. Step two is wear something or not. Step three is get in. Stay in until you can't bear it anymore. And step four is get out. That's how you do it. Decide you're going. Wear something or don't wear something. Get in and then get out. That's it. Dry yourself off. Get warm again. Blah, blah, blah. There is like a recovery afterwards. But that's how you do it. Decide that you're doing it. Whether you're going to wear something or not. Get in the water. Get out. Recover. And so recover and how to do this which is actually so simple because let's let's strip it down it is a simple thing you wear something you don't wear something you get into cold water and you get out that's it it's such a simple thing you get in you get out that's it nailed it it doesn't take that much it doesn't take that much time it might need a lot of convincing but it's really that simple isn't that nice? I love simple things. So that's how. Now, the next thing that I think is really important to talk about is safety. After safety, we're going to talk about different styles and then we're going to wrap it up and we're going to get ready to listen to people's stories and why they dip in the future podcasts. But for now, since this is the first one, I think it's important to talk to you about safety. So things that I need you to take into account is, is it a controlled environment or not controlled? Controlled is if it's in your house, you control it. You control how cold the water is. You control how long you sit under the shower in the bath and then you get out. Um, so is it inside your house easy to control is it outside if it's outside you need to have awareness of a few things that will change the level of like the level at which this ice dip is if that makes sense you know there's like really advanced levels and then there's really simple levels but these are the things i need you to take into account that every time i go for a dip i take into account so when you get into water in the water everything is a certain temperature but when you get out of water and you're wet one of the things i need you to take into account is is there a wind or no wind you can be fine in your dip you can come out and it can be so windy that you cool down too much and then you haven't taken the cooling down part of being in the wind into account and then you can get too cold so is there a wind yes or no it's called wind chill factor how much is that going to affect me and how quick am I in, in dressing myself again? I don't dry myself. I just stick my clothes back on and I can be quite quick. I know people who are much quicker than me still, but um, is there wind? Yes or no? Is there rain or is it dry? Right. Going in a high wind with rain, going for an outside skinny dip or outside ice dip is really next level. Ideally, when you start, there is not a lot of wind. It's dry. It's light. So number three to me is if it's light or dark. And so you need to see like how things kind of like how you can, the variations and how you can make things harder for yourself and easier for yourself. So number one is, is there wind? Is there no wind? Number two is, is there rain? Is it dry? Rain is much harder, much harder to get dressed, much harder to stay dry with all your clothes. Because when you're cold from swimming and getting out and then you're soaking wet outside and then you still have to walk back to your car, that's a little bit harsh. Um, I actually, whenever it rains, I choose generally not to go unless I walk out and get changed in the car, walk out in a long robe, get in, get out, get straight back into the car. There is ways you can do it, but if you're starting out, 
choose a spot that's not so windy. So you can, you know, there's spots where it's really windy, there's spots where it's less windy. So go for a less windy spot. Go for a dry moment, not when it's pour pouring it down. L swimming in the light is much easier than it is in the dark. If you are going in the dark, bring a massive fucking spotlight. So you always have enough light. Make sure it's charged. Um, but I only went for a dark dip for the first time this year. Um, actually, that's not true. I've done it before. Um, and it's generally not advised to do it in the dark unless you're well skilled and trained, uh, especially with a trained mind. You need to really be able to keep yourself calm and cool when it's extra cold and it's dark and you can't see much. So my opinion on darkness is just a torch is not enough. You need your torch. You need somebody to come and watch you in the dark and you need a massive spotlight that's charged that you know will last your whole swim or dip. Okay, the other thing, number four, is is the location you're going to known or unknown. So today, for example, I went for a swim in a lake with a guy that's never been before. I said, I'll go in first. I'm used to cold water. He isn't. I knew that I wouldn't have as much shock as he would. Um, and my mind is more trained. And I said, I will figure it out if it's deep enough to stand or if you will be swimming and I will let you know. And so I think it's, this was because I'm comfortable enough that I can keep somebody, c that I can get somebody's mind to calm down again and that I have enough skill to do that, to take care of the person that's coming with me. But in general, I would say it's important that when you go anywhere that you know the spot. In my case, what you've seen for the last few weeks is I've done some things that people thought was really unsafe, uh, but they were spots that I'd seen with and without snow. They were spots where I knew the depth, I knew where all the rocks were, I knew what to expect, even though I couldn't see it. And that is really important for your safety that you know the spot so that y and that you've seen the spot in different moments like it's been raining here unfortunately for a few days which means i've now seen the rivers at high river and low river i've seen what the difference is and how much the current changes and so that's really helpful because you get to understand the situation better and you'll get to see and know when it's safe and when it's not safe so knowing a location is better than a new location the more skilled you are the more you practice, the more you know what it takes for you to be safe, the more you can go dip on your own, like you can dip in different places. Now, number five is alone or together. Together is safer. Alone you should only do when you really know your own skill capacity. When you've really done a lot of training for your mind, you've trained your body up for it to be that cold. You don't ever want to get into really cold water all by yourself in nature with nobody knowing where you are. I know I do that. Um, that's also because I have done it for years and I know very well when I'm safe and when I'm not safe. Um, and so generally I would say go together unless it's something in your own house and you're doing by yourself. Then it, you can potentially do it by yourself. Number six, experienced or are you new? So I would say if you're new, you know, make it easy for yourself. The, the most important thing is that you start liking it. So, so help yourself to make it easy and likable every time. You will get more confidence in your skill the more times you've done it and you've enjoyed it. So you need to make sure you create it to be joyful. Like you need to create it so it feels like a challenge, but a doable challenge, not completely out of your league challenge. So if you are new to this, see if you can go along with somebody else. I have a lot of people who've come ice dipping or dipping in cold water with me for the first time. We had this birthday Zoom party in the first lockdown in 2020 for my birthday. And I had seven girlfriends online. And one of them, w the, 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 the game we were playing was give a sentence, uh, something that you remember that you did with Anna. And then one of the girls said, I went skinny dipping with Anna. And then all of them laughed and they were like, well, I could have said that too because... I went skinny dipping with Anna for the first time too. And it was hilarious because out of the seven, out of the seven girls, I was number eight. I think one of them is never going to go skinny dipping with me, but has come swimming with me and, and cold water swimming. Um, but all the others have gone skinny dipping with me. And most of them, it was the first time they ever went was with me. <laughs> so you don't have to go skinny dipping. You don't have to go naked ever unless you want to. 
Um, but these were just really fun moments with girlfriends where you're like, Woo, well, let's get let's get naked, let's jump in the water. So you have to decide, am I new to this? Am I a novice? Am I beginning? Am I like intermediate? Am I really experienced? Um, and based on that, you know, you can, you know, you just need to find it to be challenging, but you feel like you're going to be okay somehow. It's safe enough. Um, and so that means different options for me than for somebody who's listening to this, who's contemplating going. If you're new, go together with somebody. Find somebody who goes swimming in cold water. Find a group to go along with. They will really cheer you on. You will feel so good going in with a group. To them, the location will be known. To you, it might be new, but there is more safety when they know the location. Do it in the light, when it's dry, and there's preferably not a lot of wind. Can you see how you can like make this really, you know, make the challenges change from like really crazy to really easy if you go full wind full rain in the dark unknown location all by yourself and the water is unswimmable i don't think i would go that's like maybe my top level i don't think i would do it because it's just not really that safe plus what's the pleasure in it i could go in the wind in the rain if i could park close in the dark uh, I haven't known, I don't know the exact spot, but I know the area. I know what the temperatures are like at the water and I know the mountains or the nature around me. I don't know that spot, but I know the area. I can then go alone, but it needs to be, I need to know, like I would never go and do that in the ocean. I don't know the ocean too well, but you can literally get swept off your feet and just get pulled into sea and you'll die. Nobody will even know that you died. Um, if the water is like I can decide how far I go in and I have like a say about how deeply I go in, then I would be willing to go if I brought a light and I got well prepared and my car was close by. Like they're the extreme ones. Um, but I don't really see a point to do that unless it's really necessary. But I don't think you should ever have to do that, to be honest. The other thing I need you to think about is there a current, a riptide, um, and is the tide going out depending on where you are? Recently, it's been raining a lot, and I've seen how much higher the river goes and how much faster the current is. That's very important to take into account. Um, it meant that I changed the precise location of where I got in. I just sat behind a rock, and I just stayed there. Normally, I swim around and faff about, but I knew that I had to stay away from any current uh, because it was just too dangerous. Any riptides and whatever, like, I think you should never really go swimming in the sea on your own if you don't know the spot. If people that you know have been going swimming in the sea for ages and uh, they can take you with them and they can take care of you and keep an eye on you, then I think it might be a bit safer. Anyway, the last thing that I want to talk about is to kind of prep you for what's coming, um, what's coming in the future podcasts because we've talked about why people go ice dipping. I've talked about all the different types from building confidence in yourself in general, building confidence in your body, building confidence in your capacity to get through hard times and come out the other end. Um, building your and training your mind, getting out of your head and into your body, which is very, very good for everybody that thinks too much is slightly depressed, is slightly unhappy, uh, does a lot of work sitting down. I think getting out of your head and into your body is very healthy for people. You should spend at least an hour in your body every day. Um, it's healthy for your body in so many different ways. Your immune system, you're less inflammatory, all that kind of stuff. We're going to talk about that further and more with people who who have studied it much more than I have. Um, it's also none of the reasons. I know it's good for me, so I just do it. But there are people who are very much doing it for the body uh, reasons. So you're going to hear more about that. Joy, a daily practice, a slap in the face, meeting people, uh, overcoming uh, overcoming difficulties. That would be the reasons why. Um, where is in your house, around your house, or in nature? You, you can build that up however you need it to. You can start very easy um, and build up. 
one of the girls I've been talking about, she just realized actually she has a stream going through the back of her house and she could just go in there. I was like, that's amazing. Freaking beautiful. Um, so yeah, think, think about your options around your house too because that makes it really easy to keep going. I like finding a spot where I can walk from the house to walk my dog for a bit, 20 minutes, have a dip, come back. And that's like an hour, 20 minutes of a walk, 20 minutes or 25 minutes of a walk, 20, 15 minutes of like a dip, getting changed and all that stuff and then walking again. I think that's really wonderful. Um, so yeah, in the house, around the house or in nature. And then the how is decide you're going, decide if you're gonna wear something or not, get in, get out, recover, go about your daily life. Um, so the how is the easiest part. Get in, get out, warm yourself up. The warming and the recovering is of great importance on safety. So the one thing we didn't touch on besides like, you know, the things you have to take into account that I just gave you, um, the points, wind, no wind, wind, rain, dark, uh, rain or dry, light or dark, you know the location or you don't, are you alone or together, are you experienced or are you new, what's the depth of the water or the different the dif distance from shore, is there a current or a riptide? Those are the things you need to take into account. Then there is a whole story of how to warm yourself back up again. And everybody has a different way of doing this. That's why I didn't wanna say too much about it. Um, and so that is something we're going to talk into depth about how people recover um, how they do that themselves. You kind of have to find your own way, but there are safety things that you want to take into account. Um, to me, how I go and do it, actually, that's the different styles that I want to talk to you about that we're going to go be discussing in the next uh, podcast. So the different styles are also the different, it comes to different people. And sometimes I feel like different days just d need a different style. Um, and so there's so many different ways in which people do this, depending on what they need for that day. Um, and that is the great beauty, I think, of ice dipping because it can be done in so many ways and it can be help helpful for you on so many different subjects, in so many different ways and in so many different layers. So we're going to talk about this in the next podcasts. I really hope that you're just as excited as I am because we're going to discuss how other people do it. And by actually discussing how other people do it, I realized that I have a particular way of doing it, which is pretty hilarious because I never realized people could do it any other way than I did. But I've come to realize everybody's got their own way. So different styles, which might fit you or might not fit you. As most of you know, mine is joyful and loud. I just want to create a buzz. I want to be happy. I want to scream and shout. I want to howl. I want to shout boobies, I want to laugh and giggle, and I want to laugh with people, and I just want things to brighten up. And um, yeah, that's, that's how I love skinny dipping. But when I feel different, or if I have a second dip, or depending on who I go with and how they dip, I might be, it might be completely different. So another style is really quiet and introverted. Um, another style is like really graceful and silent. Um, one of the girls that we're going to talk about, uh, talk with, really has this feel when you look at her, it's just so graceful and it looks like the, wa the water is really warm, <laughs> um, which even like surprises me sometimes. Um, there is the, uh, I think different styles also come with whether you're alone or together or if you go as part of a community and, and that can influence you in which direction you kind of go into. Um, they can also inf influence you whether you want to wear more or less clothes. So sometimes I've gone dipping, girls have turned up in their bathing suits or their bikinis and I've gone, are you offended if I go naked? I always ask. They're like, no, that's fine. And then they're like, why would I wear a swimsuit then? And they end up going naked. Or, you know, people are really uncomfortable and they would be happy to go and wear a bikini on their own, but they wouldn't with other, other people around. So they wear a t-shirt or whatever. Anyway, so the different styles can go from joyful and loud to quiet and introverted to really, really introverted, nearly like praying. I see some people do it like that. Um, and I think there's a lot to be said for each of those. And I think you just need to do what's right for you that day at that moment and what, I what is going to help you. So 
I hope I've given you some cool ideas why you should get excited about ice bathing, why you should get excited about this series of podcasts about ice dipping. We're going to talk to such amazing people with such beautiful life stories and how ice dipping helped them as part of like their, their life and their changes and building themselves up as stronger, healthier, happier people. So if you have any questions, let me know and uh, keep following this series because it's going to give you so much goodness and hopefully like provide you a way to do something really, really simple that you could do daily that will really change your life, in my opinion. Anyway, thank you so much for listening. Lots of love and I will see you in the next podcast.